Welcome everyone, we are the Spurs Brothers. This is our podcast where we take a not-so-in-depth look at all things Tottenham. Hey, good to be chatting with you everybody out there. We've made it to episode 9, uh, Baby Steps. Baby Steps? Baby steps. It means setting small, reasonable goals for yourself, one day at a time. One tiny step at a time. <laughs> We're there, episode 9, baby. I don't want to take, take baby steps, Sam. We're on top of the league. Let's take some big steps. Oh, uh, that's fair. I think that's, that we have to we have fair. to pace ourselves. We have and, to pace uh, ourselves. Can't get too excited about this one. It's the first baby step of uh, a number that we're going to be taking here over the next month. So absolutely, welcome back, everybody. Episode nine. We've got some team news to go over. We had a blast of a game against Manchester City at home on Saturday. What a result! Um, three points. We'll take a step into the room for improvement, and we'll take a look ahead. Absolutely. But like you mentioned, we've got some team news to talk about, actually a lot of team news, and a lot of it about Tottenham women's team. There's some pretty huge news there. Close to a year to the day since the men's team fired our manager, Mauricio Pochettino, the women's team a year later have fired their co-managers, Karen Hills and Juan Amaros. Uh, we had a weird sort of untraditional setup with Karen Hill and Juan Amaros as like dual managers, which is sort of a... Uh, not typical thing, but they've both been relieved, and uh, we've hired a replacement. So big change up at the top of the women's team. That happened just this week. That was a day after the 2-2 and then 5-4 loss in penalties against Arsenal in sort of the women's equivalent of the League Cup in that match. Yeah, the Continental Tires Cup. spelled yeah, with the, the results have not been yeah. falling our way there, Ben. No, we're the women's team. You know, you can understand why. Uh, had a great season last season as our first time in the women's super league. Finished middle of the table, but right now we're second to last place. So you can understand sort of wanting to make a change, and that change is coming with Rihan Skinner, who's the who has been the assistant coach under Phil Neville for the England women's national team. Yeah, She'll be jumping in right away. It seems like. You know, sort of, they didn't wait very long to announce the signing of Jose Mourinho. Almost immediately after the sacking of Pochettino, it seemed like, in this case, just hours apart, the announcements were weighed as if they had already, you know, made the new hire uh, or planned on the new hire ahead of time. So, we found ourselves in a relegation battle. Yeah, big change up there. And it's a little bit sad. Karen Hill has been with the team. Juan Amaros has been with the team for a year or so and in his position as co-manager. But Karen Hill has been with the team since 2007, so... Huge change up there, and you have to say thank you to Karen Hill for taking us from our women's team, from basically a amateur, almost non-league side, up into the highest competition in England for the women's team. So uh, hopefully that signing works out well, and only time will tell. A little bit of other news, as for this week, we'll be without Matt Daugherty, who uh, tested positive when he was with Ireland for COVID-19. Which is happening more and more. As far as Tottenham's concerned, we've been pretty lucky so far with our players or coaches and staff, as far as we know. Um, although I don't it was not much luck has to do with it. I think that's that we've true. been pretty astute. We are fortunate to be in a position where we can take care of our, our players and follow the very obvious guidelines that make a drastic difference. Well, I mean, if you remember back in... March during the shutdown or April, a couple of our players didn't necessarily follow all of those guidelines. So no, they did not. I'll say a little bit of luck. As That's of yet, point. we know of Tangay Ndombele likely tested positive. I don't know if that was ever confirmed, but he was missing it a little bit at the beginning of the season. 
this is something that's happening now across worldwide soccer. Weird time to take an international break and send, you know, yeah. players from their club teams all over the world to play for their national team in the midst of a absolutely spiraling pandemic in Europe and in the United States. Just a few other examples. Seven of the first team players that Sun plays with for South Korea oh. had to miss their game. They weren't traveling to South Korea. They were still in Europe, but they had tested positive. That's a huge just example of how widespread it is in a team that represents a country that has probably dealt with this pandemic the best. Another big name, Mohamed Salah, is out after testing positive. But this is, you know, yeah, it, we're seeing more and more of this. So hopefully all the players stay safe. Hopefully all the staff stays safe and is okay after these positive tests. It seems like Doherty's doing just fine and hopefully he'll be back soon. And to all of our listeners, please stay safe as well because it's something that's exploding in the United States, perhaps worse than elsewhere in the world. Yeah, it's not always great to be in first place, is it, Benny? <laughs> yeah, not always great to be first place in some things. Yeah, so please stay safe. We hope everybody's all right with the Thanksgiving festivities and the holidays later on. One other bit of sort of sad news is the reason that Tottenham had some sort of unusual training jerseys on before the game. And you might have noticed Spurs players wearing black armbands as well as the coaching staff during the game because of the passing away of Ray Clements, who is a legend goalkeeper, both for England, Tottenham, as well as Liverpool. He's generally considered one of Liverpool's, if not Liverpool's, best ever goalkeeper. Crazy amount of titles with them in the late 70s, and then came to Spurs in 1981 and played with Spurs for seven years, and then was a member of our coaching staff afterwards. So we got the special training jerseys with his name and number on the back, black armbands. He was 72, passed away due to prostate cancer. Saturday's game was dedicated to him, which is a cool thing to see. Yeah, I love you, Ray. Absolutely. Yeah, kind of a weird thing coming off of the international break, obviously. So we missed a, we missed a weekend there where our yeah many of our players were away on international duty playing up to three games for their national teams. It was a busy uh, busy couple of weeks. Yeah, as if, as if the Tottenham schedule on its own wasn't crazy enough. And uh, yeah. we started that craziness, probably the most difficult stretch of games that any English team is having to deal with in the Premier League. Our first in that stretch is against Man City. That was on Saturday. Over the weekend, uh, one of our first of many huge matches against some of the best competition that England has to offer. We we battled Manchester City in a game which we saw with Pochettino be able to play toe-to-toe, I think, and uh, punch-for-punch, if you like. And obviously that's not how we expected Jose Mourinho to enter this match, and that's not how the match went, but... I feel like we kind of, I don't know. You, you got to say the result was worth it, I, w- I would think, after this one. In our recent history, I think we have to be Manchester City's bogey team, considering, uh, you know, we had a draw where we got away with it in our first game last season against them, and it was VAR to the rescue. That was a, there was a Gabriel Jesus. Well, actually, but so th- that was VAR to the rescue number one two years ago in the Champions League. Last season, when we played them in the league, uh, they scored a last-minute goal that was called off because of a handball on Eric Laporte, where he went for a header, it missed his head ever so slightly, and barely grazed off his forearm, and they caught that on VAR. We have been on the losing side of that, but Manchester City have to hate Tottenham. Especially when VAR is concerned. Well, there's the rivalry going on, right? You got the Jose Mourinho and Pep Guardiola rivalry. Oh, absolutely. uh, Probably the 
two most different styles you could imagine. Exactly. And they've known each other for decades now. And I have to say that I've always enjoyed Pep Guardiola's style of football leaps and bounds beyond Jose Mourinho's, but um, this is a different Jose Mourinho side. I think so. I absolutely think so. So let's take a look at the game. Lineup-wise, we had Larissa goal, of course, Sergio Reguilon out left with Dyer and Toby in center defense and Aurier out right, of course, with Daugherty out. Hoiberg and Sissoko in the midfield behind Bergwijn, who got sort of a surprise start. And Dombele, Son, and of course Kane up top. And one quick note on that. Absolutely. And one quick note on that. He was playing on the left side, which is traditionally Son's place. And Son was playing out at the right, which is sort of something you wouldn't expect to see. And certainly something we haven't seen in a little while. And it didn't take too long in the game for that to come good because we got our first goal just over four minutes into the game. And it was Son coming off the right that got it. Is a free kick that Hoiberg won in midfield. The ball was played Hoiberg quickly to all the dirty work, right? I mean, really physical. Playing it through fast. I don't yeah. think that uh, Man City nor the commentators. I think everybody was kind of trying to find their the... feet in the game. And uh, yeah, quick, quick heads up play from from Hoiberg. And dude, just give the ball. He to took him. it quick. Yeah, exactly. He did it quick. He just put it back in play. The cameras hadn't caught up yet. They were looking at Pep. So they basically missed the whole build up. But Ndombele got the ball pretty deep, juked out to Man City players, and played an inch-perfect ball over the top to Sun, who was running in, and perfectly timed his run and finished through the legs of Edison, and just like I mean, that. It's, it's what we love about Tanga. It's, it's Yeah, the capacity to look forward, right? Because he kind of was showing his body to keep possession and what you would expect at that moment, and he just does exactly the opposite and, uh, you know, turns turns two players i think it was uh i think it was bernardo silva who was trying to put pressure on like man city are so good at doing yeah and uh a calm cool collected tang guy who's able to you know show body pressure back to possession wise and and make the beautiful turn which completely opened up and Sonny knows exactly what's going on making the deli alley-ish run in behind the defense and well found that was a great goal what a great way to start it out and a huge breath of relief yeah absolutely exactly the perfect way to start and quick credit to Kane, who was checking two at that moment, and both center defenders kind of wanted to weren't sure whether or not to follow Kane, and Son ran right in him. behind ran right in behind the space. That was great. But you knew that Manchester City would pressure, and they did, and it didn't take too long for them to get their best chance of the game, you could say. And we had sort of an unlikely hero to save it to us. But first I have to point out unbelievable defensive tackle that Toby Alderweireld made. He's on incredible. Gabriel Jesus inside our own 18, about 10 yards away from goal, in an absolutely dangerous position as Jesus was about to pull the trigger. And Kobe comes in sliding, gets all of the ball, taking out Jesus in the process, but measured. Exactly perfectly timed. Great defensive play. Unfortunately, Toby's touch on the ball poked it right out to Kevin De Bruyne, who's like eight yards out, who's wide open to take the shot. Fortunately for us... His shot likely going into the goal was blocked by Jesus, who was laying on the ground and offside. So we got the offside call and we escaped with that one. But it was just a quick warning that this is a team, even though they're not playing particularly well now, they can absolutely be deadly. We know uh, we're going to absorb some pressure. I think that we knew it from the get-off. And uh, I think this game was to prove our best center back pairing, which was Dyer. And Toby, I think they Absolutely. played out of this world. They played phenomenally well and were able to organize the defense to the point where I knew we were going to take on pressure, but I'm becoming more and more comfortable 
uh, in that position. This was the test. This was absolutely the test. A great bit of play for Spurs, though, still early on in the game. I think this is maybe the best bit of play by either team all game. We haven't been able to play a ball into our midfielders under pressure in such a long time, but Ndombele gets the ball with his back to goal deep in our own half, and he finds Hoiberg. He holds off his challenger, holds off his challenger, finds Hoiberg, and three passes later, it's out to Aurier on the right-hand side, who sends a flying cross to find Bergwijn. Bergwijn cuts inside, sees Sun is wide open, plays him in, and Sun maybe should have shot, but quick one-touch pass to Kane, who buried it in the yeah. back of the net. Unfortunately, Kane was there. at least a yard yeah. offside. Yeah, I guess you can call it a uh, a counter. I mean, obviously, it's starting with you know Emil Hoybier and it was back um, to front. Yeah, it was playing the ball the starting way. everything again. And yeah. uh, I love that Tangai can take that ball under pressure and, and make something out of nothing, man. We we opened them up again. Yeah, it was just awesome to see that. Almost everyone on the field linking together that play. And it wasn't too long we had another good chance. Bergwijn got a ball at the edge of the box, but he wasn't able to get off the shot. What a love uh, to see him take it with his oh, left. Yeah, yeah he's, he first touched to set it up, and a recovering Rodri just got in before he that could take another. the shot. I mean, we just... we we go at them really when we have that momentum going back in that counter it's uh we take it to them yeah yeah we, we look comfortable and dominant at this point but city got their way back into the game or so it would seem about half an hour in when cross goes into the box jesus is able to control it bring it down lay it off to laporte because he was under pressure again i think it was just toby and eric dyer doing a great job to stop jesus from getting a shot off was uh, yeah, he it was lays Sissoko it off that was it was Sissoko that was the Sissoko in that position court. he was, was so Sissoko deep who was left at trying to block the shot from Laporte oh, okay. I think he could have laid out but it all happened so fast yeah and Laporte buried it into the back of the net but a few handball. Spurs players looked upset about it yeah the way Jesus brought it down and sure enough it was a handball I mean he, he controlled it with his upper arm getting it across his body so I don't know something I've, has to be said for the way that we as a team are able to I don't know, to protest these calls. Because obviously it was a handball, right? And I think a lot of players knew it. But you see Tangai going up with his hands behind his back, respectfully out talking to the referee. I think it just, I think it's miles away from, you know, the, I just. Politely asking the question as opposed to just running with your hands in the air screaming Manchester at the referee. United players. I just, I yeah. have to say it out loud. The horrible Manchester United players, as we saw from their game and. I mean, Bruno um, Fernandes looked like for, he was going to attack the referee. It's pathetic. Yeah. It's pathetic. Yeah. And, the, you know, par for the course for Arsenal, of course. But, yeah, I just, uh, I, I liked seeing our boys, you know, kind of accepting what was going to happen and uh, respectfully assuring the referee that the VAR would take a look at it. And it was. It was It was a clear handball. And it was a handball. Yeah, there's no way about it. He wouldn't have been able to control it without using his arm. So if it's tough, tough luck for City, then it's tough luck for City. But at the end of the day, it's the right call. They were coming at us. They were... They had a lot of possession. They saw a lot of the ball, but uh, we were astute defensively, and that was kind of fun to see. And again, I'm starting to feel a little bit and a little bit more comfortable. Yeah, he's just headed off like a half chance. He, sl- he sliced well wide of the target at the end of the first half, and that was really it. And if we look towards the second half, there was a bad turnover by Serge Aurier, which led to a chance. I think that was a shot well wide by Kevin De Bruyne. It was a and, horrible uh, pass from Serge, yeah. Regulon got caught out once as well, and this time it's he was trying to De Bruyne fly. charging in. Yeah, yeah. it's De- and so a little bit unfortunate he gets caught out, and it's De Bruyne charging in. He had a player wide. It was basically a two-on-one with Eric Dyer. Toby was there to support, but with Dyer Regulon out of possession, so well. it was Dyer on the left-hand side of our defense with two men coming at him. And he almost showed the shot to De Bruyne for half a second and then came right back in and blocked the shot. 
So excellent defending by him. It was incredible from Eric. I think that was a that was a big moment for him. And I liked it. Yeah. Honestly, it's bad to say because we got caught out again, but I kind of like to see the mistake that Sergio made, right? It was progressive. He was trying to make yeah. something. I think it was obviously... Could almost was a foul, but probably bit, not. Right? Yeah. Eh, yeah, I don't think it was a foul. It was just I'm sorry, it was, it was a well timed. Um, it was a well timed. It, it was a progressive yeah. mistake where he's trying to make something. And I think it was the exact opposite of a mistake for for Serge, who I must who had, it is yeah. worth saying played phenomenal. He yeah. honestly had a, a a standout game. I think it was but for two mistakes, which you know have cost us in games past. But um, great game to him. But his his mistake, I think, was was uh, was passive. I think it was super passive. I think he didn't really feel comfortable with the ball uh as matt doherty i think we hope he will and uh and gave it right away and, and that opened our our own team up but uh, in terms of the mistakes yeah yeah a little bit of those uh, were, those are really the only moments and those are both early in the second half probably the biggest moment of the second half came when tanga who played incredible uh yeah. was maybe getting run a little bit ragged running all over the place and he came off for geo that seems to be a pattern now that los also comes does, on for yeah. Super in Dombele. And it took no time at all. That was in the 65th minute. Did. It was it was Gio's first and second touch of the ball. Put it into the back yeah. of the net. I think it within took like a minute. seven seconds. Yeah. <laughs> it took time. Yeah, yeah not, not too much of it, though. He, he came on, and it was a turnover by City. Toby played the ball up to Kane. Kane turned and had space. And he took the space perfectly to get us outside the box. And he, he uh, was found G- in so Lo much Celso space. Made, I love yeah. that. And LaCelso made a great just lung-bursting run to catch up to the play because it was essentially a three-on-three with Kane holding on at the ball. And LaCelso came out of nowhere to make it a four-on-three. He was wide open. Kane played him in perfectly. Good first touch, good finish, again through the legs of Ederson. And just like that, it was 2-0, and we uh, were ready to cruise. Absolutely. So good for him. That's his first Premier League goal of the season. So that was awesome. In the second half, Lucas came on for Bergwijn, who had had a good game, and Lucas, you know, with his well. energy, it was good to see. Yep, uh, sort of a if there's a bad thing to take away from this game, it was within ten Toby. minutes to go. Toby came down, and it was off the ball. Definitely a muscle pull. He was making signs to the other players the and to the doctors. Sign. Yeah, yeah. So that's tough to see. And a little bit interesting. Guy, man. We, uh, it really sucked because this is probably. One of his best Spurs performances, it I really would say. Was. He was that good. He was, he was incredible. Uh, he and Dyer both were great. And we didn't have Davinson Sanchez on the bench. It was Joe Roden, the, the newcomer. Way I to get it. thrown into the fire when we're backs against the wall holding off a late Manchester City <laughs> press. But, you know, <laughs> he came right in and did just fine, and we held on to it. I think the only scary moment, really, was with seconds left in the game. Kane gave up a foul that he probably didn't need to outside the box. And it's one of those, you know, giving up fouls outside the box late in the game is how West Ham came back and got their tie against us. So this one, yeah, the free kick gets right to Ruben Diaz on the head. But Lloris is there to make an incredible save from point blank. It's another good reaction save. And we held on and that was it. Uh, 2-0 was the final score. And they they decided to, I don't know, the referee (laughs) was like using a spray to like give them a like after dying minutes like free kick and they decided to like try and cheat and play it quick and the referee was like okay end of the game yeah (laughs) yeah uh and just like that we were we were through so uh great three points huge win massive team and really one of the best teams of our generation manchester city under pep guardiola and uh even if they're not yeah even if they're not if they're not on the top of their game they're still a tough team to play so big win for us 
Big three points. Okay, Sam. So a huge win for us. Who goes into your room for improvement? Yeah, we're going to step into the room for improvement, Benny. After, obviously, this is not going to include the international break. It was fun to see a lot of our players playing all over the world. But yeah, room for improvement. What a game against Manchester City. You know, 2-0 win and dos a cero. It's uh, hard to find a tough. Yeah, hard to find a bad performance there. Everyone in the team played really, really well. It's a difficult job. This is a difficult job for sure. But um, I'm gonna say ah, Sergio Regulon, a titch, and obviously a titch. Um, I thought he played really well. I think that I love seeing him get forward. I love his pace. He's still such a young kid, and I think that that turnover was kind of his one. Just one of those moments where a little bit more composure, maybe using his speed better to his advantage i think with the team and knowing exactly when and when not to go a titch of the room for improvement for for sergio who played incredibly well and i think honing his skill he's already going to be really one of the best left backs i think in the game this season and and uh and for our team i love he's just a classic spursy left back i love it yeah yeah fair enough he, he was excellent um, but but it's tough to pick him out who, who else would we it's put tough to there? pick anybody i'm gonna put uh stevie in there i think he played oh, i thought he had a good game i thought he played really well as well yeah. i think just that little bit extra composure that little bit of uh of that killer instinct i think that he needs i think he's maybe running on a little bit of a lack of confidence at the moment pulling the trigger and and letting it fly because uh i don't know you, you saw the highlights when he scored his uh on his debut against manchester yeah, City absolutely, absolutely last year and it's just incredible and i think he's got tons more of that to go and I don't know that. I think he was looking to pass a little bit more than he was looking to shoot, and I just want to see him shoot. That's fair. Um, I think he was involved yeah. in one of our goals at least, so it's good to see him. I do have to say one other thing about both Regulon and Stevie B. They both were coming up on that left hand side against who I think was Manchester City's best player of the day was Kyle Walker. Kyle Walker, you're right. Formerly of Spurs, and he God, ben, you're he's right. still you're so right. fast. He's, he's actually so good. a step faster than Bergwijn, which is incredible well, to say. I don't know, because I think in the first half you saw him go toe-to-toe, and I thought Stevie B almost had him for pace. Almost the had difference him. was that Kyle Walker was able to keep that same nine pace the entire game. He really yeah. is fun to watch. And uh, he um, had a, he had one go with Sergio Regulon, too, which was fun to yeah, see. Did. Just yeah. the two of those guys flying. I love to uh, see the success that Kyle Walker's got going for him, but yeah, uh, yeah, those two were those two were rough to throw in there already. I'm going to throw Toby in there, obviously not for a lack of performance, but purely from a get well soon standpoint. He has room for physical improvement. I hope that that room closes so so incredibly fast. Get into well the soon, physio Toby. room. I'm feeling for, for improvement. Yeah, right, that right. just sucks. Hopefully, hopefully it comes back okay. It'll but, probably uh, be a players, while, but hopefully not too long. I hope so. Some players I'm not going to throw into that room for improvement. Harry Kane, again, just champion. Just Default. another assist. He's got the whole package. The way he was able to hold the ball up, his touches under pressure, the cleanliness of his play is just, it's awe-inspiring. He is unbelievably good. And I'm Can so I be a little bit mad at him for being offside on that goal? <laughs> yeah, I just, I just, it's just funny because I watched Giroud go on for Chelsea, and it's like, Benny... Kane was offsides once. Giroud played for 20 minutes. Was offsides like four fucking times. <laughs> like it's hilarious. So, That's great. Yeah, I guess if you want to get mad, Tangai Endembele and Pierre Milhoibier, I think is a dead tie for this again. They are so good, and they are the engine that runs this team. And they're both I think really if you take solid. Those two players out, we really are in a tough spot. Yeah, and they are they they, they don't bail us out. I think they make us who we are, and I think that's so exciting. They deserve to be you know 
they deserve to be kept out of that room for improvement. Sure. Um, I don't know. Eric Dyer. I thought he played incredibly well. I think Toby deserves that as well. But Eric Dyer played so well. A couple of moments where he was a little bit caught out. His possession was really good. I think his leadership on that back line is, um, I don't think it's necessarily mentioned all the time. I think it deserves to be said. He played incredibly well. He he and Toby were just absolute huge in this game. So yeah, excellent they to really see that did. partnership. And sad about Toby. Hopefully Dyer continues well to play soon, well. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of which, continue to play well. Let's look ahead. Because this was baby step number one in the toughest oh, schedule, baby the toughest run of the games you could get. So a lot's going to be said about our season after we're through with this and as we get around to the new year. This week, it's going to be, this time we'll be hosting Ludogorets Rasgrad. They'll be coming to England rather than us going to Bulgaria. That's on Thursday. God, and then we've missed the Europa League. <laughs> right? Oh right back into it. At least it feels better you know, it's the group stage again. You know that all these we other English teams game. are playing in the Champions like a, League and Europa League. So, game, Ben, we yeah. gotta win this. I mean, it's we don't. It's not. A we are. Win. We it's are. Just, we we should go to, out to win this game. You can't. Then. You can't take a break off. I will say it's nice that LASK last beat Antwerp in one of the games. So the three of us are sitting at six points tied. We're actually top of our Europa League table on goal differential right now. Immediately after that, though, on Sunday, big uh, one. we. Yeah, Big game, it's Benny. at Chelsea. Big game. At Chelsea right now. We're two points separated near the top of the Premier League table. We're on top. They're just a couple positions down. Wait, say that again. We're two points apart. Oh, we're top of the top of the Premier League table. <laughs> we're top of the Premier League table. We are at top of the table. Number one. Uh, feels whether right. Or not it feels we, right. Whether or not we get to spend another week there will entirely depend on the outcome of that Chelsea game. They could be right past us with a win. So it's going to be a huge game. I don't think Chelsea has deserved most of the points that they've received this season. I think we should put them in their place. That's how I feel about it. I would love to put them in the place. We knocked them out of the English League Cup already. Cannot wait to do them another. They're also stacked. (laughs) They are incredible. And Timo Werner. All players that are good. Timo Werner is unbelievable for them. He's not that good. Oh, I watched him in the game over the weekend, and he's not that good. He's, he's kind of goo- he's like that player on the pitch that was like too like too fast for his own boots, and like <laughs> doesn't quite have the touch. But if he gets the room, like the goal that he scored or the assist that he had, yeah, he like almost doesn't know how to shoot either. They got they got little issues. Tammy Abraham's great. Um, I think Mason Mount can go fuck himself. Oh, um, dude, you know who else we have to worry about? Even if you know Pulisic isn't playing, is he injured again? Who's yeah, been one of their best players this season, but now that Ziyech, Hakim Ziyech for Chelsea is he's been so phenomenal. Good. I mean, it's like you it's watched like how good he is James in the Champions Rodriguez. League. Oh, he's better than Hamas Rodriguez. I know. I, I know. would I'm just trying to like yeah. give us some good vibes. <laughs> he's he's it's gonna be it's it's gonna be another huge game. So that's one to get like riled Chelsea. up for. I don't want to like Chelsea. I don't want to root for Chelsea to win. Frank Lampard, you're a great player, but uh, may you win zero points over the weekend. Absolutely absolutely yeah but uh we'll look forward to talking about it um yeah i had a blast chatting with you we'll cover next week baby steps thanks sam baby Baby steps steps. that's how we're gonna take down chelsea baby steps come on you spurs and good night sam have a good night benny